and welcome to a new episode of PR360, and I'm your host, Brett Deister, and with me today, I have Simon Sproul. He is the VP of Communication at Top Tolls, which is actually a pretty interesting thing. I looked a little bit about it, and it was actually a pretty interesting site, but he's had over 25 years of experience in communication and marketing. He spent his time at Microsoft, Nissan, Tesla, and a whole bunch of other really big brands. But we're excited to have him on. So welcome on the show, Simon. Thank you. Good to be here. Now, I always ask this question for my guests. This is the first question I usually ask. It is, do you prefer coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. I'm an odd Englishman, and that, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't actually like tea. So I'm a coffee drinker. That's fair. It's, I think for right now, it's overwhelmingly mostly people like coffee more than tea, but you never know. It could always tip in the balance, but it's good to know that another coffee drinker is here. Right. And can you explain to our audience the place that you work at a little bit about what it is that all about? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, what's interesting here is that there isn't actually a place to work because Top Tower is a 100% remote company. One of the many fascinating aspects about this company. It's about 10 years old and never operated out of an office and does not have any physical buildings. So 100% remote company. And Top Tower specializes in placing the top 3% of talent in given fields into, into clients to work on projects. And those can be two days a week, a month, a year, whatever the client needs. It can be 10 people, one person, 100 people. So, But it's focused on the freelance and talent economy. And of course, because we're 100% remote company and our talent network can work remotely as well. So particularly given the current times that we're in, obviously the, the company is, is, has been, I would say, well positioned to, to support organizations as they, as they work through the challenges of the pandemic. All right. And when people actually think about freelancing sites, they usually think about Fiverr or Upwork as well. So how do you change the mindset or at least bring up the conversation or change the minds of people about your business site? Because like I said, when I first think about freelancing sites, I usually think about Fiverr or Upwork. Well, I think you have to look at each any given market segment and come from background in autos. You have different product offerings that suit a different market requirement. Play has always been a focus on quality and on and the three of the three percent. So if you go on the company's website, you'll see the notion of three percent. So three out of a hundred will pass the screening process to to become part of TopTal's freelance talent network. And that's one of the principal differentiators is when a client comes to TopTal and is looking for talent, they know that TopTal has already done the hard work in terms of, of screening and in terms of verifying the quality of, of the individual, particularly the experience and the skill set, the ability to do the job that they're potentially put forward or projects that they're being put forward to do. And so would you say your key differentiator between those two is basically that you get the top talent and that you have kind of a trial period for a lot of these freelancers for the businesses? Yeah, I think there's many differentiating aspects. I mean, quality of talent obviously sits there, as I would say, the bullseye of the brand. And then around that, there is ability for, for clients to try out the talent, you know, freelancers and on projects. There is project consultancy as well. There is remote work consultancy as well as another product offering. We just launched earlier this month a new offering around remote work consulting. So helping companies go fully or partially remote and walking them through the steps and some of the things that we've learned as a company that's been operating fully remotely for 
obviously for for ten years. Mm-hmm. And what are the best communication initiatives you've worked on for Toptal? How which ones have worked during this pandemic for you guys specifically that you can do remote work? Is that what helped you a lot, or is it something else? I think there's many aspects to this because we were running a business that was obviously fully remote and was placing talent in, and that talent could be based anywhere in the world. If they were working on a project for a client, they could be living in in Bulgaria and working for a client in Manhattan. So what is so interesting at the moment about the, I think, the talent economy and the freelance economy is the fact that it's breaking down the barriers to entry for talent around the world to work for incredible companies, incredible brands, and on amazing projects. So that, I think, has been, we had that in place prior to the pandemic. What has happened, and I think you're seeing this with a lot of companies, is that if there was skepticism before the pandemic around remote work, can it work for a company? And of course, some it could work very well 100% of the time or 50% of the time or for 25% of employees. And clearly, it's differentiated according to your industry and so forth. But I think what the pandemic has shown people is when push comes to shove, is that remote work can work within an organization and can be incredibly powerful. There was a very steep learning curve, I think, for a lot of organizations who'd never really, you know, you perhaps had work from home on Friday or you had flexi hours, but here you had a situation where it was suddenly 100% of people 100% of the time. So learning how to manage that. And now as we work our way through the pandemic, whatever follows, however it evolves, clearly there's going to be a, a move towards some companies looking at a blended environment of remote and, and physical office-based work. So in all those situations, TopTown has been there for 10 years working fully remotely. And so we're able to give uh, the benefit of that experience. And so part of the metric side of it, have you seen a huge uptick since the pandemic of businesses wanting to find people remote because, well, they can't really open their offices anymore and they just need to find top talent, but also be able to have them work not in the office. Have you seen more metrics or upticks in the analytics on that one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very clear that companies have both obviously shifted to remote work situations and have then looked for, for other options of how to manage projects. And that, that has involved obviously bringing in freelance talent. So, yes, I mean, it's very clear that, that in both situations, you've seen a, a rise in interest in application for, for both remote work and also for the utilization of, of freelance talent. And for basically your outreach initiatives, what have you seen that works well? for Topple? Has it been mostly social media advertisement? Has it been mostly cultivating those relationships with the businesses and doing more of that side of it? Which have you seen that works the best? Well, I think there's clearly social media channels for this kind of industry, LinkedIn and so forth are very strong. Business sizes and business cycles mean that messages resonate differently to different folks, right? So if you're in a startup situation or if you're in a mature enterprise, your requirements, your needs, and where you're looking and how you're managing your recruitment needs and your project management needs, project staffing needs are going to differ very radically. But I would say that principally for us, it's both our proven track record of delivering for clients and that needs obviously to, to repeat business and expansion of projects and so forth. And then as people are looking at the moment for different ways to manage projects and people, then clearly promotions, advertising, PR outreach through particularly social media channels have been uh, the most relevant. And do you think the freelancing industry has actually grown stronger since the pandemic? There's a 
more renewed sense of we need to get more freelancers into our workforce. We need to work with more of them. Have you seen more of that than just trying to hire actual employees instead? It's difficult to make any judgments at this point in time, given that we're in the midst of the storm. I think what we need to do is to, we all hope this is going to be sooner rather than later, that the other side of the pandemic, you see the, the sort of workforce and companies sort of level out. And then I think you'll, you will see, yes, that period of time has changed people's perception and has changed the way people look at work. I think it's changed from an employee point of view and an employer point of view as well. So people have, have A, been given the opportunity to, to do more flexible work and work from home, but employers have also realized there can be significant benefits from both remote work environments and also from utilizing you know highly skilled, highly talented freelance. So basically the place you work at does the top 3% of freelancers. And so how have you seen those freelancers message themselves better? Is it, or at least say they're experts in the field, is it by their work or is it by effectively pitching? How have you seen that work with Topple as well? When we're engaging with a client, that's part of the process. And we have profiles and having screened and, and worked with our network, our freelance network, when we're presenting potential freelance talent to any given organization for a given project, then the profile of that talent is, is obviously there for the company to, to see and review. And we get the brief from the client on the project or what they need. And then our job is to obviously match to that client's need. And the matching process is every bit as important as the screening process for, for our freelance and, and talent network. So we're responsible for delivering to our clients the highest quality people right for the project and right for that time. Mm-hmm. And what is, or is it a good time for a lot of people to go into freelancing since you're part of the freelance industry, but have you seen that it's a really good time to start doing that or should they just not do it because of everything that's going on? Look, I think you're talking here about very personal decisions and how people want to manage their careers. What the freelance economy has done has opened up so many more possibilities for so many more people around the world. In the end, we all have to choose our own career path and, and how we want to work and where we want to work and who we want to work for. What the freelance economy has, has enabled is, I think, something you might call it sort of radical meritocracy, right? To work for a company in Los Angeles, you don't have to physically be living in Los Angeles. You can be living in wherever the other side of the world. So I think what's super interesting is the growth in the freelance economy has liberated and has opened up opportunities to many more people around the world that perhaps would not have had uh, the chance to work for certain companies or brands because of geographic location. Mm-hmm. And for your stakeholders and influencers, what have you communicated about just what your company is doing in the freelancing industry specifically? Have you communicated about how this is a good idea to become more invested into us because we are in some ways pandemic proof, or at least we can weather that storm better than any others. How have you communicated to your key influencers and stakeholders about what initiatives and how well Topple's doing in this tumultuous time? Well, I think we go back to the experience as a very interesting foundation stone for, for communication. Taking just remote working as, as one aspect. A year ago, remote working was conceptual for most companies was a reality for some, but you would have to say the minority in terms of, of 100 or over 
remote environment. With a caveat to say that pre the pandemic, people obviously travel was a lot more prevalent. So people were kind of working remotely as they were traveling. But I think the back to the, the sort of the core messaging and, and, and how we are engaging with, particularly with clients and prospective clients, you know, it's around this experience of you're trying to map your way through completely uncharted waters. You're in the process of, of taking a company that may have operated out of several offices or one big headquarters building and you've suddenly distributed that workforce to 100,000 different places because everyone's working from home. And how do you do that? And how do you, how do you plan meeting schedules? How do you get the business to run without people physically getting together? So that experience that TopTal brings, I think, has been incredibly interesting for our clients and prospective clients and also for the freelance talent uh, network. And, and then the second part is, of course, the, the freelance uh, economy itself and the talent network. And in these times when budgets are under pressure and but projects are still being being created and, and people are planning for a, a post-pandemic world, obviously keeping their businesses going and expanding, then the ability to, to keep projects on track or even invest in new projects, well, the freelance talent networks are ideally set up to do that. And obviously, TopTal's promises of, of the best in the business to come and work on projects. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are still some hurdles for freelancers in the freelancing industry right now? Is it just based mainly just getting your message out there? Is it part of just not having a centralized location like top tall, giving all the, basically your past work and everything. What are some of like the key messaging problems right now in the, in the freelancing industry? I don't know if you'd say it's problems. I think it's, I look at it more as it's an industry that's evolving and has been given significant or the spotlight has swung significantly onto the freelance economy because of the current situation through the pandemic, a bit like remote working in that sense. So the freelance economy was evolving at a good clip, evidenced by obviously the rise of top talent and others. So the freelance economy has still an awful lot of growth ahead of it. I think the understanding of what it is, how it works, and how it can work for organizations that perhaps haven't looked at it before, that's what's changing. And I think the, the pandemic has accelerated the level of awareness and ultimately for the growth of the industry, that can only be a good thing. All right. Fun question for you. If you could freelance for anybody in history, who would it be? Uh, Winston Churchill. It's not a bad person. Well, at almost any point in his time, but yeah, I think, I think Winston Churchill would have been very interesting to be working at freelancing for him. Just to clarify, Winston Churchill during World War II? Yes, actually, probably. I mean, arguably his finest hour. He was a post-war prime minister as well. But I think probably during the early parts of the, of the Second World War would, would have been incredible to be part of that. So yes, that probably would be the, uh, the period of time and the person that I'd be interested to freelance for. Interesting. Any final thoughts for our listeners? Well, I think the industry is, this is a fascinating industry. And if you take the two parts of what where TopTel is leading is a the, the talent network, the quality of the talent, the freelance network that we have on our, our books. And secondly, our experience as a, as a fully remote company. So it's a, it's a very interesting time to be part of this organization. And it's unfortunate in a sense that it's taken a pandemic to make these changes. But sometimes we see major events do obviously enable change to take place. So what I'm hearing is that freelancing has its like time in the spotlight right now because of what's going on. I think you're right. Yes, I think freelancing and, and remote working is, is absolutely in the spotlight. Yes, 
All right. Thank you, Simon, for coming on to PR360 and sharing your experience about what you've done in freelancing in general. You bet. Happy to support. All right. And thank you for listening to PR360. As always, if you could subscribe to PR360 on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. I'm your host, Brett Deister. And as always, guys, get out, be safe, and enjoy life. See you next week. Later.